help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics beat the Trailblazers 126-112. This was a Rain and Jays masterclass. This was a good game uh, through and through. Celtics let Dame get on a hot streak, blow up in the fourth quarter. Uh, but when the Trailblazers got the lead down, the Celtics responded, fended off Dame time, and won the game in a convincing fashion. So that is all you can ask for in a game like this, where over the last couple of weeks, we've seen the Celtics blow a ton of leads, double digit leads, and end up on the losing end of it. Today, Celtics kept it, you know, in distance and walked away with a a pretty easy win after letting Dame go off and absolutely destroy the Celtics in that fourth quarter. So overall, solid win for the Celtics. Uh, gonna dive into today's game, uh, run through player of the game through some highs, some of the lows, kind of wrap up where the Celtics stand right now in the Eastern Conference as far as playoff standings, uh, what their magic number is, because we're almost close to clinching a playoff spot here. Uh, to get things started, gotta give player of the game to Jason Tatum. This was a really solid game from him, through and through, really aggressive getting downhill again. Uh, 34 points in this, 12 rebounds, four assists, three steals. Uh, did turn the ball over five times. It was a tough night for that. You know, we had we had a couple of guys, a lot of turnovers in this one. Uh, Jason Tatum, I thought, was very aggressive. Shot selection in this was much better. Still shot a lot of threes, two of 11. So that part, really bad. However, 16 of 18 from the free throw line. Got to the line a lot. And he got to the line a lot because he drove a lot. Uh, He was 8 of 20 from the field, meaning he was 6 of 9 everywhere inside of the three-point line. And then you got to take into account he went to the free throw line 16 of 18 times, right? So all of those free throws came from him being aggressive. Right, So this is a really good shot selection game for Tatum. Still would like to see that three-point number down under 10. Right, I don't think that's too much to ask for. Uh, but overall, this is, a, this is a game you'll put up with. Right, Anytime you're getting the free throw line 18 times, you're aggressive. Take that. Absolutely take it. This is one of the better offensive games the Celtics have played in a while. Oh, the ball was zipping around, moving really well throughout most of the night. Uh, and as far as three-point shots go, outside of you know two or three from Jason Tatum, they were three-point shots created. They weren't just three-point shots that were settled for. They were created from offense. This is the way that the Celtics were playing at the beginning of the season when the offense was on that historic run. Clearly, that offensive historic run has dissipated. It is no longer here, right? But this was a game where we kind of got back into that rhythm. We weren't settling. We were creating shots. Uh, And a lot of it stemmed from guys like Tatum, guys like Jalen Brown, getting downhill, getting into the lane, and finding guys, right? You had a bunch of guys that stepped up, hit shots, looked good out there. 
Uh, and it kind of stemmed from Tatum and Brown. Two Jays put on a performance tonight, combined for 61 in this. Uh, so really solid game overall. You've got, you know, obviously, Jason Tatum, but Jalen Brown, 27 points, not far behind Tatum, uh, with six rebounds, five assists, two steals. Again, similar to Tatum, four turnovers, so one less than Tatum. Uh, but the shooting was a little bit more efficient. 12 of, 20, 12 of 23 from the field, two of six from three. Didn't get to the free throw line uh, nearly as much. Was one of three there. So again, would you like to clean up the free throws? Sure, right? Uh, overall, though, the shots were there. The shots were falling. The shot selection for JB, much better than Jason Tatum. I, again, I would say. Most of Jalen Brown's buckets tonight are in the lane, are at the rim even, right? 12 of 23, two of six from three. Like this is this is what you want to see from JB. I thought he was really aggressive and he was getting guys involved. This was him playing within the offense. It wasn't him trying to go out there and do too much. So I'm like, I'm thoroughly impressed with the way that the Celtics pulled this game together. Uh, as far as you know, an offensive game plan goes, and honestly, defensively as well, it's this. It's hard to take a lot of negatives away from a game like this. Portland, you know, Damian Lillard, one of the best scorers in the NBA at this point, right? I don't think there's anyone questioning that statement. He obviously did his thing, right? And just and just to give you a little little snippet here, they put up a graphic that he had 27 points. Uh, 21 points in the fourth quarter, and that was when he only had 37 points on the game. He ended the night with 41, so he had 25 points in that fourth quarter alone. 25. The Trailblazers scored 42 in that fourth quarter. So defensively, you look at this game, we held Portland to 24 in the first, 24 in the second, 22 in the third right? Defense on point, exactly what you want to see them doing. Fourth quarter, absolute nightmare. Fortunately for the Celtics, the Trailblazers defense was abysmal pretty much all night long. We outscored them 32-24 in the first, outscored them 31-24 in the second, outscored them 26-22 in the third. We actually got outscored in the fourth, but only by five. Right, And this is after us outscoring them the first three quarters. So defensively, that is where the Celtics stepped up in this one. Man, take out, I mean, 42 points in the fourth quarter is just ridiculous. should never happen. Uh, but three straight quarters, the Celtics played defense at a very, very high level. And we were hitting shots. Right? Big, big difference in this one. Uh, we had a bunch of guys step up. I thought Al Horford played a really solid game in this one. 12 points, 5 rebounds, 10 assists for Al Horford. He threw up a double-double, and it was with assists, not rebounds. Uh, but he was also another one, wasn't shy, letting the ball fly tonight. 3 of 4 from 3, chucking him up fast. This was not a game where he was, like, waiting a bunch. As soon as he touched it, it was up. Whether, whether there was a guy two feet from him or 10 feet from him, he was getting it up there right away. And he looked great. Played 27 minutes in this one. Defensively, really solid. Uh, offensively, 
off the charts. One of the better offensive games that we've seen from Al Horford. And it's obviously, I'm not just talking about the 12 points. The 10 assists is the big thing here, right? He's showing that he's one of the better passing bigs in the league. This is the Boston Celtics basketball that we love watching. Love watching. Uh, And honestly, it was a really good game for Marcus Smart, too, on the assist front as well. 15 points, uh, two rebounds, six assists, four steals, including a massive steal on Damian Lillard late in the game. The Celtics were up 10, but this was after kind of a, a little bit of a Trailblazers run. And they got the game down after being down like 19. They got it down to... I th- it was either nine or 10. He gets a steal that led to the JB transition bucket to go up 11 with two minutes left. So they were, we were actually up nine. So the trailblazers got it within single digits. Marcus smart steals the ball, strips the ball from Damian Lillard and Jalen Brown gets a transition bucket. Marcus smart making Marcus smart plays four steals in this one. And honestly, the shooting was there as well. Five of eight from the field, three of six from three. Got to the free throw line a couple times, not much there. But overall, you look and you're you're wanting to see Marcus Smart be the playmaker, be the guy that's making these defensive plays. And we've talked about it on the podcast. That really hasn't been the case all that often, uh, at least since that injury that he sustained. Tonight kind of seemed like it was back to normal. This was one of his better games after coming back from that injury. So good for good for Smart for kind of bouncing back in this one. Uh, outside of that, I thought we got some really, really good minutes from Sam Hauser and Luke Cornett. Luke Cornett, 11 points, five rebounds, an assist, and a block on five of eight from the field. Like, this was a really, really good game from Luke Cornett. Like, one of the better games that he's had all season. And... It, he was doing it on both ends. You know, nobody is going to sit here and say Luke Cornett is a a great defender by any means, but he defended at a pretty high level tonight. He looked good out there, both sides of the ball. Uh, Same with Sam Hauser, you know, six points, six rebounds. He was rebounding really well tonight, had a steal two of four from three went out, defended, right? Both of those guys went out, defended Blake Griffin, Really solid game. Two points, nine rebounds, six of which were offensive. This guy was flying all over the court. He is, he, he's just such a hard guy not to love. Not to love. Because this guy goes in and hustles his ass off and is going to dive on the floor. He's going to throw his body everywhere to make the right play. So, honestly, you look at this game up and down. This is a really good team win. No Malcolm Brogdon, no Time Lord. The depth was strained a little bit, right? But we relied back on guys. The only one that did not play in this game was Muscala, which I'd still like to see at this point. Uh, but really, everybody that played chipped in, had a, had a role. Grant Williams wasn't his best game, but still put up six points, two of six from three, uh, three rebounds, like Derek White. 13 points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block. Had a beautiful block, actually. Uh, it's funny because you look at Derek White's game, and I don't think it was 
I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was good necessarily, but he also was a plus 14. He was second on the team in plus minus behind Marcus Smart, who was a plus 15. So <laughs> the guy is just a plus minus wizard. Every time he goes out there, the Celtics play well. Uh, but really, overall, solid game. The Celtics moved the ball really well in this one. 29 assists on 41 makes. Uh, again, that number, phenomenal. Three-point shooting, 35.7%, 15 to 42. It's right around league average, right? It's not good, not great. It's not terrible, right? When you're moving the ball and you're getting 29 assists on 41 makes, you're creating three-point shots. Those shots looked good. You know, hitting 36%, I'm fine with that. The thing that put the Celtics over the edge in this one was free throws for one, 29 of 35, 83% from the free throw line. But we also attacked the boards hard in this game. We out-rebounded Portland 52 to 37. We had 18 offensive rebounds. Obviously, I talked about Blake Griffin absolutely going off on the offensive Boards had six of them himself. JB three, Tatum one, Horford one, uh, Sam Hauser four, Cornette three. Guys were stepping up, guys were hustling their butts off tonight, and it led to a lot of second chance points. This was a game. Oh, there, there have been a lot of games, right? Where you, you can question the energy level, you can question the effort that the Celtics put out there. This was not one of those, those games. The Celtics were hustling all night long, creating second-chance opportunities, creating good shots from continuously getting downhill, and defending at a pretty high level, again, in the first three quarters. Fourth quarter definitely fell off. A lot of that goes to Dame time, one of the best scorers in the NBA. right? So overall, you look at this, is the game perfect? No. Is it one of the better games that we've seen in a long time? Absolutely. And absolutely thrilled about watching it, right? I do want to talk about some of the negatives here, uh, one of which was the fact that it's a 10 o'clock start because it is almost 1 o'clock as I'm recording this, and it is miserable. Uh, but I do want to talk about some of the negatives here. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. 
That's 781-913-2290. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. And to make this even sweeter, for all of you mass holes out there, DraftKings is officially live in Massachusetts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I a little bit about some of the negatives. We talked about Damian Lillard going off for his 24th quarter points. Uh, the big thing that kind of plagued the Celtics, and one of the reasons that we gave up a lead in this one again, right? We had a 21-point lead in this. They got it down to nine. Celtics responded, pushed it back. Fine, right? Happy that they did that. Happy that they didn't completely collapse. They pulled it together, fought through it, love it, right? One of the reasons that we watched that lead disappear is the turnovers. We had 18 turnovers tonight. They scored 19 points off of our turnovers. Continues to be an issue, right? Fortunately, again, fortunately for the Celtics, the Trailblazers turned the ball over a million times. They had 19 turnovers. We had 28 points off of those turnovers. A lot of it coming in transition as well, right? So the Portland Trailblazers took advantage of the fact that we turned the ball over and scored 19 points off of that. But they also did the exact same thing and actually gave up more on more turnovers, right? Every time you turn the ball over, you're taking a possession out of, you know, your offensive ball, right? It screws you on both sides. It takes a possession away from you. It gives another possession to Portland, right? Celtics need to clean it up. Again, in the playoffs, you're not going to come across a team that's going to be turning the ball over 19 times, right? Good teams don't do that consistently, right? The Celtics took advantage of it. Again, it's a win, right? You take that as a win. The fact that we scored more points off of turnovers than they did, positives, right? Outside of that, there aren't a ton of, you know, negative things to take from today's game. We gave up a little bit of a lead again, but I'm not going to say this is blowing a lead because we didn't really blow it. At zero point was this like a, a close four-point game other than at the very beginning of the game. Like the Celtics had this game in grasps, in grasps, and pulled off the win. So pretty happy about it. You know, the one thing I will say about this game that I, I talked about a little little bit last time we played Portland as well. This is very similar to, you know, kind of the Joel Embiid treatment, right? We let, and I'm not going to say let, right? But Damon Lillard goes off, does his thing. That's going to happen. As one of the best scorers in the NBA, it's going to happen. It's the same thing with Joel Embiid. What do we do against the 76ers? 
We let Embiid cook. We try to shut down everybody else. And we did that against Portland, you know, I don't know, what was it, four or five games ago, a week, two weeks ago, uh, and Lillard went off, and we kind of shut everyone else down. Same thing tonight. Simons was their next leading scorer with 17, but he shot five of 15 from the field, two of seven from three. We shut everybody down. And honestly, once you get past Anthony Simons, Matisse Thibel was the next leading scorer with 12. Four of nine from the two of six from three. Like none of these guys played a really solid game at all. Right. So you sure you let Damian Lillard score 41 points, but you also stole the ball from him at the end and gave the Celtics the opportunity to ice the game with the JB transition bucket. Uh, thanks to Marcus Smart. But you're shutting down everyone else around them. It works against Philly, and tonight it worked against Portland because most of the teams that have superstars that go off and just destroy teams, the supporting cast can be shut down, right? We did it tonight. We absolutely did it tonight. You know, you look at the numbers that Damian Lillard put up, obviously super impressive but he was also six of 15 from three. It's not like he went out there and was lighting us up. You know, it's sub 50%, right? I'll take that. I'll absolutely take it. You're shutting down everybody else. So overall, is it a perfect win? No. Is it a good win? Absolutely. And at this point, the Celtics are 49 and 22. Right, we have 11 games left in the regular season, and the standings are tight right now. We do have a magic number one, one more win. The Celtics clinch a playoff spot, which is pretty exciting. We're a game and a half behind Milwaukee at this point, uh, with a one game lead over Philly. But again, the Celtics, I've said this before, the Celtics own the tiebreaker with Philly, so while in the standings currently, we only have a one-game lead. That is really two games. Because at the end of the regular season, if we are tied, because we both play 82 games, if we are tied, the Celtics will be in the two-seed. So we have a little bit of leeway over them. We have more leeway over them than we are behind Milwaukee, which I'll take, right? Our matchup against them coming up is going to be huge. but. The Celtics need to keep playing the way that they played tonight. And we need a little bit of luck because Milwaukee has not been losing. They've been playing really good basketball. Uh, seven of their last 10 they've won. They went on a ridiculous stretch winning streak leading up to that. Uh, so overall, the Celtics, really solid game overall tonight. But it's not done. 11 more games. Celtics have some things to figure out. Robert Williams... Probably not coming back tomorrow. Possibly, I guess, but unlikely. Sounds like we're going to see him next week. Uh, we are in a really terrible stretch where we have to play a bunch of late night games. Uh, tomorrow, actually, I guess technically today, because it's already one o'clock, uh, we play at Jazz. That's a nine o'clock start. Uh, and then Tuesday, 10 o'clock game. That 
basically goes into the rest. So the Celtics got two more late night games. Don't like it. So be it, right? Celtics got to roll through. It sucks that we've got a 10 o'clock and a nine o'clock back to back. Uh, fortunately, it's a weekend and not a, a Monday and a Tuesday, right? But at this point, again, we'll wrap things up there. At this point, good win for the Celtics. Improved 49 and 22. Got some got some things to fix, uh, but this was definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we to Celtics? Who are we to Celtics?